0: Here we go again on the ACC Basketball Degenerates podcast, taping on a Saturday afternoon in between all the action and conference play this cold February 6th. We're brought to you as always by our loyal sponsors, Three Notched Brewery. Leave your mark. I'm Luke Near, your host. Taylor Pilkington is in the fog, still in his first couple weeks of daddy duty. So he's not here. Neither is Guthrie. I don't really know where he is, but... Fear not, because with me right now in studio, not only spiritually, emotionally, and mentally, (laughs) but also physically is Vegas Mike.
1: That's right. Let's do this, man. Look, it's just more time for us to talk and hang out with one another. I'm really excited.
0: More time with Vegas Mike. I I have some alone time with him. This is great. (laughs) We're going to call Taylor eventually if he can uh, get freed up um, on a screen from from Baby Duty, but... Yeah, he, needs, hold he needs a
1: good high ball screen to get free. He does. You know,
0: hand off the baby, come shoot that open J. Maybe maybe write a little triangle action for him off the top. But. Yeah. <laughs> so we're in the middle of a of a nice conference day. Coming up later this evening is Notre Dame North Carolina. We'll give a prediction, even though. When you listen to this, um, the game will be into the books, so we'll either be donkeys or what will look like geniuses. Right. We're gonna look great. We're gonna.
1: We're look also great on, on the
0: same dog. page. Mike and I are on the same page with this one, mm-hmm. but we have a couple games fresh in our memory. We're gonna start with the Tobacco Road battle between Duke and NC State, which just got a lot of traction on social media and the internet. I don't know why. Duke wins by the final of eighty-eight eighty over hapless NC State. Duke fans and the Duke media are treating this win as if it's as momentous as like Leo winning the Oscar. I mean, (laughs) this is their revenant. (laughs) Mike, are we the only ones who know NC State is not good at basketball? Are we the only ones who know that?
1: Well, I mean, you know, they've played well recently. People are excited to see Duke get a win, I think, more so than who they beat. Um, And and look, I, I think NC State's been playing better lately. Let's give them that.
0: I'm not trying to be too dramatic but it feels like the Emperor's new clothes and we're the kid pointing out that he's nude gallivanting in the streets and heaving NC State. They're 12 and 12. They're 2 and 9 in ACC play. Come on. Right. Hey, come on. <laughs> Gosh. Uh, uh, so Duke goes on a huge drought, but since huh, games of Cameron Indoor, 25 fouls called on NC State. Um, Caleb Martin turned into a story in this game because right, he fouled yeah. out with like 19 minutes to play. And apparently there wasn't a, a seat for him on the bench, or maybe Gottfried was just so mad that he, he told all the walk-ons <laughs> to not give up their seat. Yeah, I like so the think up... that
1: they folded up his seat and just threw it into the crowd somewhere.
0: Yeah, so he ends up standing, and he stands for 10 minutes plus. And, of course, the crazies are chanting and egging him on, but he just he kind of keeps standing. Maybe he kneels a little bit.
1: Right, I think the crazy probably invented that whole like left, right, left, right, yeah. left, right when people get uh when they foul out from games. So I like to think that this guy's just standing on the side and then like, he starts taking guys. a knee and yeah. he's like right knee, right, left knee, you know. Like, I anyway, mean, they, they fi- run out of stuff to say. Falling out
0: with 19 minutes it shouldn't surprise anyone given where the game was. You know, like for example, next week when Virginia plays Duke, Anthony Gill's going to be called for a foul on the opening tip. I just <laughs> That's a prop bet that you should take action on immediately. No, back to the game, though. NC State plays so stupid. They play so—they do so many moronic things on the court. Passes constantly going through hands, or they hit the big guys in the face or in their hands, but they can't catch it. The ball just ricochets. Now, to their credit on the other end, I thought they were okay defensively, but Mm -hmm. when when 25 fouls get called on, you— it doesn't really matter.
1: Right, right. I mean, Duke ended that's- up going to the line thirty-two times. Uh, it's hard to win a game uh, that way. But your boy, your boy, Cat Barber put up twenty-six. He actually only took uh, nine nine shots from the field in five three. So that's actually a very efficient game from a man. I was very Cat. proud
0: of him. I was very proud of him. You yeah. know, I've had. I've said things on this podcast. I've had my doubts.
1: <laughs> right. It's good to good to hear that he's a listener. You yeah. Know, the ACC basketball degenerate.
0: But let's let's also pump the brakes on uh, candidate for player of the year because his team's 2-9. Right. I mean, did his you see- His team's
1: 2-9. You saw Dickie V's uh, top five uh, players, ACC player of the year. Uh, Cat Barber was his number two candidate
0: for player of the year in the ACC. Here's what Coach K said in the postgame of Cat Barber. Okay. He said that he's the toughest out in the league. That was a bad coach, kid. I can do better than that later on. It's just really good. Uh, It'd be great if
1: you could do it in a general Zorg, uh, you know, tone. That would make it better for me.
0: He's the toughest out in the league, but uh, eight teams have out of them in league plays so far. So great, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) it's <laughs> a tough out. Eight teams have already done it, and there's more on deck just waiting to right? take down uh, Cat Barber and NC State. Well,
1: well, to me, that that Duke-NC State game was a matchup of first-team all-ACC point guards. That was that was the battle to see who's the best point guard in the ACC between Grayson Allen and Cat Barber. That That's what it was to me.
0: Okay, yeah. And uh, Grayson Allen's better. <laughs> yes, he is better. Thank you. Uh, Mike and I were just agreeing like crazy. I, I don't know, it's amazing <laughs> what a week will do to you. And uh, so that wraps up NC State Duke. I'm just just scratching my head on the amount of traction this game is getting um, in the immediate aftermath. I mean, I know it's, I guess, a, a rivalry still, but like, NC State just gets drubbed by Duke, I feel, year in and year out. When mm-hmm. was the last time an NC State team won at Duke?
1: Oh, man, I can't even tell you. It's been— it's-
0: Even when they were preseason number one that year with mm-hmm. Leslie and— oh, I loved I love C
1: J Leslie. You know I have a soft spot for that like kind of mid range game that talib and Richard Serge Richard, Swicker Richard, <laughs> game.
0: C J Leslie was my hero that year. Who's the really strong guy who played in the post with Leslie? Richard Howell. Yeah. Wow. Good for you. Pulled Just pulled bank. it right out of there. Yeah. Even that team didn't win there, but
1: no, they didn't. They I, lost as well.
0: I think everyone needs to stop pretending that this is a thing because uh, there's like I said, eight teams who have taken care of NC State. Enough on that. Let's call Taylor and talk about Virginia Pitt, okay? Oh, Let's get yeah, on the line. Hear
1: you, hear you guys talk about Virginia Pitt. That's what I want to hear right
0: Let's get now. him on the line right now. Mm, I hope I get the right number.
1: Mm. I hope that that number can be, like, decoded so that people know what his
0: number is. He has no idea he's going right into it, too, folks. Just yeah, it's going to this is gonna be great.
1: Hello? t T-Pain! What's hey, up, hey, my man?
0: <laughs> he's here. He's here with us. I'm here.
1: I can't. I can't decide whether my nickname for you is going to be Sweet Tea or Tea Pain. I I like both so much.
0: So what? Yeah. What play did you get? You run to um, hand the baby off to get freed up for for a little bit of podcast time.
1: Yeah, I was going to say it was a high post pick, but I don't, yes, I
2: don't know. Yeah, that's that's. That's exactly what
0: it was. Well, let's take advantage of this opportunity and attack the basket, a.k.a. let's um, let's attack this podcast. Okay, we talked about NC State Duke. Now it's time to go into Virginia and Pitts with you, my friend. All right, so first off, here's where I want to start this conversation. The crowd and the atmosphere at the Peterson Center was hyped up to the max heading in and during the broadcast. Question number one for the organizing pit bodies, and this is a real question for me. Wrong game for a blackout. Virginia hasn't lost a game wearing white this year. And they probably lost like three games wearing light white in three years. I think, I thought that was a horrible idea. Taylor, what was your impression of the zoo?
2: That is an advanced metric. Not lost a game wearing white all year. I like that. Uh yeah, I thought I mean I honestly thought it would be a tougher place for Virginia to play. It's it's a great environment and um I don't know, it just it didn't seem it seemed like they were comfortable throughout the entire game in ways that they have not been comfortable against teams that are, frankly, a lot weaker than Pitt.
0: Virginia's um, yeah, Virginia's four now against Pitt ever since they joined the ACC. Secondly, the zoo was depleted with ten minutes left in the game. I mean, Virginia just didn't turn it into a petting zoo, but it was like. They entered the zoo. Parentez grabbed the bull by the horns. Brogdon started riding one of the lions. Wilkins <laughs> and Shayok were like slapping alligators with their fists, like that arcade game. Do you guys know that arcade game? Uh, is,
1: is that the one where they climb the, the, the buildings? Oh no, I don't know that. That that game, Slap the Alligator, is a different. It's a different game in my house. Okay. was but, say,
0: yeah. um, No,
1: I think you were talking about the. You thought a lot
2: about that animal <laughs> metaphor, didn't
0: you? <laughs> the, the zoo yeah. got the zoo wow. got decimated. Uh,
1: yeah, I mean. It seemed like Pitt couldn't hit any big shots, right? I mean, that was, their, that was their big issue. I mean, it looks like they went two of 13 from three. We all know that they've been so reliant on the three-point shot throughout the season. It seemed like they didn't have any big shots to get their crowd going. and um, Though they did keep it close at the first half. I mean, they were only down two at half. Um, ended up down 19 with five or six minutes left to go. I, I don't know how the heck that
0: happened. Here's my thing. I still like Pitt. I still kind of like him. I know. I just thought they run ran into a juggernaut today. Yeah, and Luke, especially in that second half.
1: And Luke and I were talking before we got on um, that you know I don't I can't see how Pitt gets into the tournament, but they only have five losses, you know, but they have zero quality wins. They're going to be like a 22-23 win team that's going to get in, and people are going to be like, oh no, they they're not worth it, and they're I don't think they're going to have any quality wins on their on their schedule.
0: That was an opportunity for them, Virginia, the defense. Is back to vintage Bennett style. Malcolm Brogdon is out of his mind right now shooting the ball, which is a bad sign because if you couple him with Parentis, who's shooting over fifty percent for three, that's that's a combination that's going to be difficult to handle for anybody. Anthony Gill, what did he score? Like four points in the game? They didn't even need him. Yeah, he yeah, wasn't they very didn't good at him all. all. Um, wasn't but, even good. I mean,
1: Brogdon only had four field goal attempts. I mean, uh, and scored twenty-one points. Now that's some LeBron James-esque efficiency right there.
0: Yeah, we, we could pull up the box score. Wilkins is bringing life to that team that's, quote, from Bennett. Like, just fill it up, the stat sheet. And, yeah, I, I mean, Wait, what, what changed with this team ever since that Wake game? Because they looked horrible against Wake. I know mm-hmm. they got the the last second whip, but they looked atrocious. Right. And then something happened. I don't know what it was. Taylor?
2: I think they just don't look as static in their sets on offense. There's a lot, you know, there's, it seems that in some of the games they struggled and in some of the games they lost all their, the, the mover blocker, they were just looking at the one option, which is, you know, it was working for them at some points, but now it seems that they're kind of opening up different avenues of attack instead of just working that same, same set over and over again. And, uh, and, and yeah, they're there today. I thought all the, just everybody like Wilkins was a lot more active than, some of the guys on, on Pitt's team, like Michael Young and even even Robinson and Artis, I thought just didn't they didn't bring the kind of uh, the
0: kind of activity that they usually bring in each game. Yeah,
1: yeah. I mean, I think more of the question is what's wrong with Pitt right
0: now. Yeah, I can mean, we what, talk? About, can we talk about James Robinson?
1: Oh, I, I love James yeah. Robinson, man.
0: Yeah. What's going on? Do you want to hear a stat line today?
1: Yeah, give it to me. Give it to me.
0: 0 of seven from the field, zero points. And let's see, a, a couple assists, but.
1: I mean, I said I said that that uh, that Louisville game was a crisis of confidence for Pitt. I mean, I'm gonna, the James Robinson line from that game was one point. It was club trillion, one point <laughs> one point. of three for from the field. Of three from three and one of
0: two from the line. This is your three for him. I want to remind everybody. <sighs> it's your three.
1: No, it, yeah, it is your three. Oh. No, well, it's year four, isn't it? I think he's a senior. No. Yeah, it's his fourth year. Really? Yeah, true story. What? I thought he was on the same. I always yeah. considered him and Parentes kind of the same guy. Um, and Prentice has made the jump this year. And, and Robinson had made the jump earlier in the year. He was shooting incredibly from three. You know, he was on the same kind Man, of 50% right, three-point... Um, wow. Track as Prentice, Prentice is Parentes, but Parentes has continued on, and as ACC plays come around, James Robinson has shrunk like me in the pool in, tw- in 22 degree weather. It's been really unfortunate. It's been really unfortunate. No speedos for James Robinson right now, well, i tell you. I think the
2: thing is, I think they, Pitt is a big team across the board, and they, they don't have anybody who's huge individually, but across the board, they're pretty big and they're pretty athletic but they're not athletic or big enough to match up with teams that really make make that a calling card. I look at the teams that they lost to, and, you know, Louisville, NC State, which I know Luke said what you will about NC State, uh, what, Purdue, what you, Clemson, Virginia, those are teams Virginia's that Virginia's not have, big
0: in athletic. What are you talking about?
2: Well, talking Virginia's, about? Big. Virginia's big. Virginia's pretty big across the board, and they have um, enough athleticism. But, you know, Clemson, NC State, Louisville, Purdue, those are teams that are— big and athletic and that is a that physicality is a hallmark yeah, yeah. of their game and Pitt doesn't really have that that's that usually is the hallmark of their game you know historically but they they don't really have that this year they're dependent on Jump their shots. passing and they're shooting yeah yeah they're, they're
1: shooting they're shooting yep. reliant
0: they get, and they get nothing at the rim today. yeah they, they cannot crash the,
1: the boards that that is the true hallmark of Pitt basketball that's missing this year is that they cannot crash the glass um, they don't have the ability um,
2: still a good offensive rebounding team. Correct,
1: but they, correct, but they, it's on the defensive yeah. side that they can right. keep no one out, um, especially from the glass. It's, I think, when you're playing with that margin of error too, when you're an efficient Pittsburgh offense, but you're not an efficient defense in any way, um, you're you're losing possessions and you're losing games by eight eight to ten points consistently.
0: Michael Young was a priority certainly for Virginia defensively, and I mean he had an all right day twelve points, four of eleven. <sighs> A little below average. I was so below sad. Below his standards. I'm
1: so sad with this Pitt result.
0: Oh, I wait, just... Who I do, you like do, do you like more? Do you like Young or artist more?
1: Uh, I like Michael Young more. Okay. I mean, I, I, artist is a more natural swing man, but I like Michael Young's game more, personally. But...
2: The thing about Pitt, I feel like if they're going to play, if they're going to beat any of the good teams, and right now I guess you can go the best team that they have beaten is Notre Dame, um, so take that for
1: <laughs>
0: And they're terrible. To they're not Mike gonna to make I, the right. tournament right. laughing at you. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> laughing at you over here.
2: When they when they play better teams than that, the thing unfortunately for them, they have to shoot forty percent from three point range to yeah. have a chance in the game. Yep. They don't they don't have, you know, the defense and the other tools to to cover up for that. And today they shot what, two for thirteen and yeah, you see what happened.
1: Yep. Yep.
0: Okay. I don't think have anything else to say, except I still have hope for Pitt. Mike, pull up their schedule down the stretch. No, I'm looking
1: at it right now. You hey, know They got Miami and North Carolina on the road coming up. Um, that's not good. Wake Forest at home, they can win that. That's Syra- a win. Syracuse on the road will potentially
0: lose that. It's winnable. The
1: only winnable game I see on here is Louisville at home.
0: What about Wake? Wake's a win.
1: Uh, Wake's a win. Um, but you, know, you got Louisville at home, you got Duke at home
0: they can in, they can win that game
1: but they need they need two or at least one winnable or big time win for for them to get in in my mind i don't want them
0: to be a 23 win team that gets they might the have to steal numbers. something against miami and make some noise in the tournament that's all i can say yeah
1: no. i don't know i'm worried they uh, playing games yeah. Virginia. you see them in playing game? I could see. I could very much well, see Well, there's that.
0: multiple playing games. There's right. There's multiple levels. What playing game are you talking about? Not, yeah. the, not the first play-ins. Yeah, I could no. see
1: them as like that 11, 11 seed play-in right. they game. They played the second game. It's like game. them in Boise State, like, trying to decide. <laughs> oh, you're talking about the
0: NCAA title. Yeah, the NCAA. I was talking about the ACC. ACC. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. That's a Wednesday afternoon game with them in Boise State. I can't wait. Sure. I'll, I'll take Boise in the
0: points. Virginia. <laughs> Is Virginia play the best basketball of any team in the league right now?
2: Oh. Uh, I mean, you might, I would, you might argue UNC. Maybe. Really? Yeah, I, I don't know. That's going to be. You know, Virginia, I just, there's so many, there's, there's been a few games that have scared me on them. They.
0: I said right I, now, I'm not saying Collectively. I'm saying right now currently. You mean
1: over Louisville Boston College Pittsburgh those three then games. Then yes.
2: Then yes. That of games, yes.
0: yeah. Okay. yeah. Yeah. Okay. Let's move on. Should we preview North Carolina Notre Dame even though our listeners are going to already know the result afterwards?
1: Uh, yeah, sure. sure. I mean, sure. Uh, I would love to preview that
2: game and make a pick and so we can all be Yeah. Well, and,
1: Mike, and and just, Mike and I are just
0: Mike and I just going to go out and make our picks immediately. <laughs> I'm taking North Carolina and I think it's a very Wise decision.
1: Yes, I would agree with that. The first of all, the line is um, UNC minus, or I'm sorry, uh, yeah, minus three and a half um, against Notre Dame. Notre Dame's the home team. College Game Days there today. Uh, Great. My boy Jay Willie is over there firing up the crowd with my boy uh, Jay Billis, who we've talked about before. Um, yeah, I, I like uh, North Carolina a lot in the game. Um, I just uh, maybe it's just because I don't really like Notre Dame. Maybe that's what it is more than anything. Um, but yeah, I like I like UNC here.
0: Does anybody have the sense that Zach August is gonna put on a cloak and disappear Uh-oh. tonight? Mm. This is, no, this is not
2: a Zach August
0: game. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah.
1: I mean it, well, if you if you were listening to the UNC Louisville broadcast, which was on Monday, which we have not talked about, but uh, was a game that happened we'll talk about on that. Monday. We'll yeah, which was which was a great game, I thought, um, for, for Louisville. Um and we can get into the entire Louisville saga. Here a little bit later, but just, we're gonna close with that. Yeah, sticking with the with the basketball themes, though. I mean, on the court, you know, I thought that one of the telling things that I heard from um, the broadcasters there was how small um, Notre Dame looked on the court uh, when they when they were playing um, earlier this week in the crossover. Um, you know, outside of Zach August, this is a tiny, tiny team. Yeah, it's a tiny team, and UNC cannot help but be big they they be big everywhere yeah. um and they're going to be big all over Notre Dame's face tonight i can't wait it's going to be they're going to they're gonna win by 18
0: the offensive glass the glass is going to break it's, it's going to be <laughs> pounded so hard the <laughs> offensive glass yeah those are my th- that's why i think north carolina wins now could notre dame shoot the lights out sure can north yeah. carolina shoot not really i don't trust their guards but I just think they just keep oh. getting rebounds and keep getting rebounds and on their third try they'll probably get it.
2: I think I think uh uh donate the glass in this game. Yeah. yeah, I know that that says nothing, but yeah. Notre Dame's not gonna get enough. They I don't think they're gonna get enough, you know, full shot clock stops and they're not a team that forces turnovers that can you know, forced Notre Dame, North, force North Carolina into mistakes. It's just, it's not set up for them.
1: Yeah, and and Taylor, when you think about one of your older um, kind of standby uh, gambling adages, which is who's getting the easier points. Is yeah. there an easier point than imagining Isaiah Hicks and Kennedy Meeks tapping the ball to each other against the glass, uh, and then laying it in after getting their offensive rebound? It just seems like easy points all day for UNC.
2: A lot of a lot of uh, dumping it down low for UNC. Uh, I, I would think that would be in the game
0: plan. General North Carolina stuff. Can we talk about Marcus Page? Sure. The 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 artist the formerly known man. as
1: Marcus <laughs> Page. <laughs> oh, that's that's my episode thirteen. That is my favorite joke so far. The artist <laughs> the artist formerly known as Marcus Page. Formerly your uh, ACC Player of the Year, Marcus Page. Preseason Player Player of the Year, <laughs>
0: Co Player of the Year. Um. I think he can get out of this. Brogdon yeah. got out of his, so right. I think he'll get out of it.
2: And it, we've seen, maybe I'm just conflating this with injuries and everything like that. But in the past, in the past couple of years, I feel like we've seen stretches of games where he's kind of just disappeared, or you know, been as big a factor. Like this happens to him every season, and injuries are always a part of it too. But I, I, I don't think this is anything new.
0: I was talking with. My friend, Laura Bradlow, who we're going to get on this podcast eventually, who covers ACC basketball, and she was saying, well, he does have more leeway this year, which is true. He ha- he doesn't have to take over games for them to win anymore.
2: So, it, 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 that's a positive. Yeah.
0: But anyway, um, I, I wouldn't have him on my first team, though.
1: Yeah. Oh, wow. I wouldn't, ha- let's, let's I wouldn't get have him that. on my
0: second team, either.
1: Let's get into that. Taylor, I don't know if you have a pen and paper ready, but are you ready to announce your three-quarter through the season uh, ACC first team?
0: But Hold that thought. Before we do that, we need to hear a word from our lovely sponsor. So we're going to do that right now.
1: I like it. I like it.
0: The ACC Basketball Degenerates Podcast is sponsored by Three Notch Brewery. Named after a colonial-era trail running through central Virginia, Three Notched Brewery develops innovative beers around the bold characters that left their mark on American history. Characters like Thomas Jefferson, Jack Jewett, and also Patrick Henry. Three Notched beers can be found at fine grocers everywhere and at their tasting rooms in Charlottesville and Harrisonburg, Virginia. Three Notched Brewing leave your mark. And uh, this week's episode, Vig's Mike and I are sipping on... The Hydralion Red, which yes, is a classic. Sir. It is one of the first ones to be canned and sold.
1: Yes, that's right. And um, I tell you, it's got that—it's uh, got that molassesy feel in my mouth, and I mean that in a good way. You know, more, no, mostly I'm against you know that kind of sticky substance in my mouth, but this going down very smooth, very, very <laughs> much a friend.
0: <laughs> With that said, that's great. <laughs> It's our mid-season. Who's on the ACC first team? Dr- ah. Drum roll, Mike. We s- should I start? Wait, yeah. You start? Let's Taylor let's, start. Let's run
1: it like a um, like a draft, as though I we're we're drafting all the players in the ACC.
0: Okay, I got one. I got an okay. idea. You right. give the first one, then Taylor okay. goes next, then I go next. But we Wait, each so have, we, have to do we a different person. A
2: team, like for ourselves. Yeah, this, yeah, yeah. This
0: the fantasy ACC. Oh, this is yeah, yeah. All right. All right. Oh man, I'm so
1: excited. Okay, all right. We're
0: making rules on the fly. Here's the deal. Okay, if you. Have the first selection. Taylor cannot name that player, and we go around until we just all have a consensus. Correct. Correct. How about you start?
1: All right. Let's get the best team together. All right. Here we go. My first pick of the impromptu fantasy draft of the ACC greatest players of this year. I will take uh, Grayson Allen. I think he's a he's a highly skilled point guard, which is what I need leading my team um, in the ACC. (laughs) you,
0: You already messed up because you're supposed to take the player of the year.
1: Oh, I'm supposed to take the Player of the Year. Yeah. Oh, you already I, messed
0: up though. So I Taylor, m- take the Player of the Year.
1: <laughs> my eyes glazed no, over. I, this is where we. This is
2: where I need to know if I'm drafting for myself or drafting for like some sort of media. <laughs> type of
1: no, always for yourself, Taylor. Keep it no
0: always different for
2: myself. Yeah. I, I, I'm gonna go with um,
1: Cat Barber.
0: Ooh. Well, you guys are both morons. I'm taking Bryce Johnson. <laughs> all right. My You're
1: taking di- Bryce Johnson. My
0: team's already gonna win. So <laughs> continue. <laughs>
1: Okay, uh, for my second pick, I will take Malcolm Brockton. So I, I we got a backcourt of Grayson Allen and Malcolm Brockton. Very excited.
2: Wait, so who did uh, – what did Luke say? Yeah,
1: he's got Bryce
0: Johnson. I took the Bryce best player Johnson. in the league. So – and I was the third pick, and I took the best player. So go ahead, Taylor.
2: Um, I'm going to go with uh, Demetrius
1: Jackson. Ooh, nice pick.
0: So you're, you're voting him on your first team?
1: Yeah.
0: Okay. Uh, I'll well, take – I'll take Jerome I'm, I'm taking Jerome Blossom game.
2: I'm going by the draft of where we have, you know, I can't take Grayson Allen and I can't take Right, yeah. Yeah. right, right. Okay. exactly
0: okay. Yeah, okay. but you just took Jackson over Blossom game. So Yeah, yeah, I did. Uh all right, Mike next.
1: All right. I'm going with I'm going with the popular three guard format. I'm taking my man Damian Lee. So I got uh Grayson Allen, Malcolm Brogdon, Damian Lee. That should be your one, two, three in A C C uh first team guards, but there it is.
0: You actually have all those three on your first team.
1: Yeah, yeah. I think they're well. Obviously, we can't have all
2: these people on our first team. You you misunderstood
0: the rules, though. No,
1: no. That that is my first team. That is my first team. If I'm if I'm writing my first team ACC team, those are my one,
0: two, three. This game was a bad idea, Mike. Tell me, tell me your ACC first team. Just give me everybody. My
1: first team is Grayson Allen, Malcolm Brogdon, Damian Lee, Bryce Johnson, and you know this is one of those things. It's like a like a Titanic moment. My heart's telling me no, but my body, my body is <laughs> telling me yeah.
0: What are you talking uh, about? That I was just, an entire wow, uh, Yeah, it was wow, an entire that was an but
1: that's what I felt like they were feeling when they were on the raft. Anyways, I, I really want to say uh, Ja'Kiri, because that's who I really <laughs> 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 he's, he's, he's the only man. Uh, I
0: just I just that's I just m- That t- is so great. Taylor, I just muted Mike. <laughs> that is
1: so great.
0: He's not allowed back after that. <laughs> We've lost all credibility. Can you save our credibility? Give give me your first team, not us. Give me your first team.
2: Uh I, so my first team would be Bryce Johnson, uh Grayson Allen. Okay. Uh Malcolm Brogdon. Yeah. And uh, you know, I would still I would still throw Cat Barber in there. Okay. And then oh, this this one is tough. I would probably I'd probably go with Sheldon
0: McClellan. All right. Here's mine. Different from each of yours. Bryce Johnson, Malcolm Brogdon, Grayson Allen, Jerome Blossom, Game, and Michael Benajer. Oh, I like Benajer. Those are my five.
1: That's a good call.
0: Yeah. We're nice yeah. and diversified here. I think yeah. we're pleasing all of our listeners mm-hmm. in some form or another. <laughs> except, except for Notre Dame listeners. Sorry, guys. Okay. Uh, should we review anything that, else? Should we, should we preview? Let's go ahead and preview before felt, we get to Louisville. That felt
1: so good to get that list out there. It did, didn't it? Ah, uh, yeah.
0: Oh, I, oh here's, here's another list. Double buys. Who are your four? And this has become a trickier question since Louisville will not be present in D.C. Uh, for the ACC we, tournament.
1: Yeah. Uh,
0: double buys. Who are you four?
1: Wait, what do you what do you mean by double, buys?
0: They, they the, get the double buy? Who ACC finishes in or, the yeah. top four of the ACC? Yeah, ah, the top okay. four teams get a double buy. Oh, it's called, the, the, ACC, ACC, it's called the ACC tournament. Oh, it's okay. something it's you might not be familiar with. A- well, right. well, it's
1: not in Greensboro this year, so I don't even call it the ACC tournament. Now. No,
0: I don't like this whole DC <laughs> yeah. thing. I don't like the it. The
2: artist, the artist formerly known as the Yeah,
1: exactly. Thank you. Thank get you.
0: It. Hashtag get it back to Greensboro. Okay, <laughs> here are my four, in no particular order. North Carolina. Virginia. Clemson. Miami. So, Clemson in the top four. So have you seen their been... have you seen their home stretch?
1: Yeah, they've been great. No, have you yeah. seen no? Oh, their, their upcoming their home stretch. Yes. Yeah. Yes, I have. Yeah.
0: It's pretty it's pretty manageable.
1: Yeah, it yeah. is. It was very front loaded.
0: They're playing right now. I don't know if they're up on tech or not.
1: Um yeah, I think that they are. <laughs> Who cares?
0: Up. <laughs> yeah, they're up by four. Let's All just right, say yeah. they're up
1: by four. Um, I'm actually, I, I don't see anything wrong with your top four. I actually agree with it wholeheartedly. So, when, when Louisville says they are not going to participate in postseason play, that, that includes
0: the ACC tournament. Well, yeah, that's the right. ACC. Okay. Th- I do not know that. Tournament means postseason play. Oh, see? Yeah. It, so is, is the ACC tournament part of the regular season? I. You just I'm, need to think, Mike. Just think these things through. I, I know I you're on that. your third okay. hydrian red, okay. but you need to think about these right.
1: things. That, that be, is upsetting.
0: Oh, I did not know that. Hold up. Clemson just lost to Virginia Tech. Oh. Oh. Yeah, Should we change that? No, I'm sticking with it. I'm sticking with it.
2: What What is the team that you think has the best chance who can sneak in there of the ones that you did not name? Maybe Duke? Yes. Um,
0: they do have Carolina twice and Virginia once. Which is not great. And they're at Pitt.
2: Dare I say Florida State? They're on a roll. Or Syracuse?
0: Oh, I like Syracuse. I, I will say that, that uh,
2: Florida State doesn't have the easy schedule, although they don't play any of the, you know, they've gotten, they're through their games with Virginia, they're through Louisville. Um, they play Syracuse twice, Miami, Duke, um, and okay. Notre Dame. Those are possibly the stumbling blocks.
0: You know what? Let's go Syracuse. Go to your own Clemson. after losing at Virginia Tech, go to your room.
2: I think the, the two games that Syracuse and Florida State play, uh, one is coming up next Thursday, and one is the last game of the season. I think those are going to be – I think those two games, if one of those teams can win both those games, they will sneak in and be, get the fourth double bye. Mm. I'm going I'm to say that. I like that. Yeah. One thing that made me feel more confident about Florida State is watching them uh, earlier today against Wake Forest. Leonard Hamilton um, – Rocking the turtleneck underneath the sport coat. Fantastic. Uh, uh, the dark th- turtleneck on the dark sport coat. He In my ACC coach's uh, sartorial power rankings, he's he's up there.
1: Right. Yeah, he, that, that inspires confidence. He's fighting
2: with Larenaga track suit and Patino uh, all-white suit for, <laughs> for top spot right now.
0: <laughs> all right, let's preview before we talk about Louisville. Games this upcoming week. I don't really want to talk about Miami and Georgia Tech, which is tomorrow. Which oh. is, do you guys want to talk about that? Uh, no. Let's I mean, go. let go to Louisville, Duke, which is Big Monday. Okay. Durham. Yep. Louisville still out for blood. They've only got eight games left in the season. Who do you guys like in this one?
2: Um. So let's let's say what we project the line to be.
0: Do you have it pulled up?
2: I I think we would project the line to be Duke two.
1: Yeah, Duke. Duke uh, p- minus two, correct?
2: Right. Duke by
1: two, yeah. Yeah. And that, that seems about right to me. I mean, Duke hasn't played well, um, at least from public perception. And, you know, Louisville has obviously had, um, had some issues off the court. So, yeah, that sounds right to
0: me. Over under three free throws from Damian Lee in this game.
1: Oh. Oh. Over. Over.
0: The, the game isn't in, in Durham, just reminding you of that. <laughs> I that's think that, my only reservation about this I would, game. I would love to pound Louisville, but that's the only thing holding me back. They like to get to the rim and get fouled, but mm-hmm. it's not going to happen there. Right, right. I mean, it's just, let's call a spade a spade, can we?
2: Duke's defense commits fouls at the ninth lowest rate in the nation. Oh, I wonder why. So,
0: <laughs> Taylor.
2: Yeah. No, that's not very fair. It's, we're trying to be um, fair and balanced here.
1: Yeah, that's right. I think the real winner here will be the Cameron Crazies. who are gonna have so much opportunity, oh, yeah. <laughs> so much opportunity to just sprinkle all that knowledge all over the uh, Big Monday audience of. Didn't Shushetsky say something
0: in his press conference about that, like asking them not to really make fun of Louisville? Didn't that just happen?
1: Did they? No. I don't know. Right, that's not. That's you can't help. That.
2: Okay. I found it surprising in the Patino press conference that he gave, you know, following the one-year uh, self-imposed ban that he se- seemed to be incredibly angry at the uh, university president for, you know, instituting that ban. He seemed very upset, which I guess you could be upset, but it's...
0: We're going to get to this at the end, okay? I'm, I'm surprised that they would not
2: involve him in that in that conversation like he wouldn't even know. I don't know.
0: You know, do you think you just would have gone along with it? <laughs> Are you kidding me? All right, I'm taking Louisville in this game. Mike.
1: You're taking Louisville minus two. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Louisville plus two. Plus two. Plus I'm, plus two. I'm, plus sorry. two I'm sorry. Plus two. Uh, I'm going to take Duke. I, I like them here.
0: I do like Grayson Allen, how he's playing.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And you he's, do, too. He's, he's your favorite. Pla- he's your favorite player in the league, I can tell.
1: <laughs> I, I really like his game. He I just
0: think. ditched Charles Mitchell and just... Uh, Ran Grayson
1: I did. Arms. I loved I loved Charles so much. I just think that um I think with the way that Duke or that uh Louisville does not does not allow uh player their own players to score around the basket. I mean they, they just their term like what, what happened. To you? Like
0: a week later you turn into like the establishment ACC guy I and know. I'm taking up Blossom Games banner and then you, you like <laughs> loving Damian Lee and Grayson Allen. This I know is-
1: I no I, I do love Blossom Game. When it when I when you shut off my mic earlier, I was gonna say I was gonna take Blossom game over Jacyri uh, despite what my heart was telling me, um, but but anyways, yeah, I do. Love oh him. no,
2: all all Mike's talk about all these guys on non you know blue blood teams early in the season it was all false flag campaign to get you to think he's sure. not a he's not a Duke guy. <laughs>
1: he's, he's an ACC establishment. Solely
2: Tobacco Road. He's, he's sitting right in the middle of Tobacco Look, Road. Look,
1: I've just been preparing for this Jay Willie podcast so hard <laughs> that I'm just so I'm so deeply ingrained in the Duke blue bloods that I can't help it. Um, but yeah, I like I like Duke here. I'm gonna go with my Rocky Four Russian Winter Training. It's taking effect. Let's do it, Duke. <laughs> Let's get ready.
0: All right, I got Louisville. Taylor.
2: Oh man, you know everything inside me wants to take Louisville, but I think I'm gonna take Duke. Even even giving
0: the okay. point. Yeah. This is a you generally go with the dogs. You've been pounding yeah. dogs all year. So yeah,
2: and and I'm a big fan of Louisville. I still think, um. Not even thinking about the whatever the reasons might be behind it, it's a shame they won't be in the HC tournament this year.
0: I think they're going to be out for blood because it's a nationally televised game. Yeah. They'll yeah, be in the I mean, headlines. That's why I'm taking them.
2: Mm-hmm. You know, that was the storyline when they beat Boston College by what, like 20 or something today, and everyone was like, oh, and I you think... know, responding well to the whatever. And I thought, well, doesn't Boston College, no offense to them, doesn't really matter if you beat them by 20 points. That's not like a, you're not making a huge statement.
0: Over under 27 fouls called on the Cardinals this game.
2: Whew. Oh, 27 yeah. fouls?
0: Yeah. The fact that you're thinking about this means I'm making I a point.
2: I mean, yeah. under.
0: <laughs> okay. NC State, NC State got called for 25 today. And right. Louisville fouls a lot. So. They do. They foul a lot. And yep. Duke is good at drawing fouls.
1: Yeah, especially that uh, guy was, Grayson Allen.
0: Oh gosh. <laughs> uh,
1: if you could see Luke's face right now, he's so disappointed in that. <laughs> w- one of
2: the things that makes Grayson sound good, especially for this game too, is that he takes two types two types of shots. He takes a hard drive to the rim or he takes a three point shot. And he doesn't shoot mid range jumpers. You know, it's like he came from the Sloan Sports Conference. Yeah. Like, <laughs> he put it does... together as like take these two shots that's
0: he either so. does a single head bob to the rack or a double head bob to the rack. One of the two. Okay, nine o'clock later that evening, Notre Dame is at Clemson. Mike, uh, are we standing firm here? Yeah. I, I love. I like Clemson here. This is
1: the biggest game in the ACC um, so far this year. Notre Dame at Clemson. As far as implications, it every
0: week about yeah about yeah. It, it, as
1: far <laughs> as implications, this is it. This is the game. If you're an ACC fan, you have to watch and you have to take Clemson with the points, and whatever else.
2: So no, Clemson is going to be the favorite.
1: Oh, are they? Yeah, they're going to be like a two-point favorite, maybe oh, more.
0: Dude. What, if, what if Notre Dame beats North Carolina? Oh, they won't. What if, we're, what if we're all wrong tonight? It'll change. It'll okay. change.
1: I mean, even more so. Everything you own on Clemson, it's going to be amazing.
0: But yeah, they're I'm, I'm... really good at home.
1: They're, they're excellent at home.
0: I'm still mad at them for losing for Virginia Tech, though. Hmm. That
1: shouldn't happen. I mean, I'm a, I'm just excited to see Jordan Roper just embarrass Jackson. You know, at home, that calm hand is just gonna just it's just gonna embarrass my frenetic Jackson. friend.
0: <laughs> hey Taylor, since you're like calling me out for hating on Duke a little bit, do you want to call out Mike for hating on Notre Dame so much? <laughs> sure.
2: I was just about to say I actually like Notre Dame, and I feel like I've been championing championing them this year. You have a,
0: been. Well, have been
2: losing game after big game.
0: Right. It's been great. (laughs) You're the man who also said NC State's a tournament team. I just want to remind everybody that. Yeah, you
2: know what? I stand by the fact that I think NC State has the talent to to be a tournament team. Um,
0: Yeah, they're 12 and 12.
2: There's no chance that they will make the tournament this year, but I I think if were they to get into the tournament, they could do some damage. Anyway, regardless, I I'm going to take Notre Dame in this game against Clemson. I'm gonna trust the offense to get going and the defense to do just enough. Um, and yeah, and bank on that. <laughs> okay, take that to the bank. And I don't I don't think I don't think the matchup that you said, Mike, the um,
1: Roper Jackson.
2: Roper Jackson, I think that's important, but I think it's all the other players, like all the matchups for Notre Dame on offense. You know, is Bonzi Colson gonna get a lot of easy looks.
1: Right, so how, right.
2: You know, how is, how is Zach August going to fare against Nyoko? I think that Nyoko is maybe someone that Zach August can take advantage of um, if, he, if he gets the ball in the high post and has, forces Nyoko to not just stand and be a shot blocker, but move with him a lot. I think, that, I think that Notre Dame could do a lot of damage against Clemson on the offensive side, which... Of course, that's their strong side. Yeah, I don't mean,
1: do, I don't know. I think Nyoko is gonna make uh, August just—he's gonna embarrass him uh, throughout the game. Um, but, but that's me, you know. I my only concern for Clemson is if Dante Grantham um, kind of gets that hero complex that we've talked about a few times. If he can keep his shot volume under control, I actually I like I like Clemson a lot in the game. Um, I think that they should be able to control pace, which is how they've won most of their games this year, and I. I like him against Notre Dame. Um, but.
0: All right, our ACC Monday recap as far as picks: Mike and I, Mike and Taylor take Duke. I take Louisville, and then Mike and I take Clemson. Taylor takes Notre Dame. Mm. Let's go to Tuesday. There's one interesting game on Tuesday, and two that should be double digit wins. Seven o'clock, Pitt at Miami. Oh.
1: another tough loss for Pitt on the road. <laughs> <laughs> I just i. I don't see, I just don't see Pitt winning.
0: I'm not going no. against Miami at home. They no. don't only win at home, they cover at home. It's like a little comfy cover. Look at That's you. That's what I like to call it. It's a comfy cover for Miami. Whenever they're favored by, say, like five, they'll win by seven or eight. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's never. It's just like a, a there's just a little bit of a cushion there. Right. Covers. So right. what's the line on this I, one, Taylor? Yeah.
2: It's it. gonna be 10 Miami' Miami's going to be a 10 point favorite. So
0: they're going to win by like 13. <laughs> Bank on I it. I
2: mean, Everything that Pitt does well on offense, Miami is – I feel like they're perfectly suited to counter them on the defense side of the ball. And then I think they'll just eviscerate them, Pittsburgh's defense.
1: Yeah, their um, defense is terrible. Uh, Pitt's defense is, yeah. is just awful. I love that Luke has come full circle on Coral Gables as a venue, <laughs> as a venue for college fathers. basketball. Listen, <laughs> that, just, that makes me so happy.
0: Listen, they play better at home for reasons apart from how many – people are in the arena or how loud their fans are because like you guys have watched Is it the games.
2: butterflies. Is it the butterflies? Probably. Yeah, probably. <laughs> you,
0: you, you've seen games in that arena where you, there's a lot of green seats and don't mm-hmm. lie. Both of you guys don't lie. I don't care if they sold out their season tickets. There's a lot of green seats in there that yeah. you can see. I'm sorry. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah, they pointed it out last telecast there, but you know what? A lot of hungry hungry caterpillars yeah. have turned into heard, beautiful butterflies I out heard PJ College
2: is going to be at this game. So, I think it's going to be I think the atmosphere is
1: going to be hot. Oh, man. I heard this is going to be Mark Ricks first game on campus as the new <laughs> as the new hire. I'm pretty excited.
0: Okay. I'm taking Miami Mike.
1: Yeah, Miami. You can't keep me away from Miami. At 10 points, oh, that's tough. At home. It's tough. Uh but Taylor. I'd take him.
2: Yeah, ten points is a lot of points to give up. And just because you guys both picked Miami to be different, be a contrarian, I'm going to take Pitt in the points.
1: Yeah, that's think, that's think, actually a really good decision. I think
2: they'll, I think they'll, I think Miami. I still would pick Miami to win, but I think I think Pitt's going to rebound and they're going to maybe get a backdoor cover here.
0: Okay, that's fair. I, I could see that happening potentially. I'm just going by the rules I've set for Miami at home this year okay uh later that evening virginia tech at virginia i don't really want to get into this one and also north carolina boston college i really don't want to get into that one um because that might be what a uh, 20 point spread
1: yeah it's 20... gonna be it's gonna be 23 it's it's not worth looking at you're right yeah let me let me tell you
2: right now a little something i feel pretty good about the spread for virginia tech virginia is going to be virginia by 16 points now virginia tech is underrated uh they are they are not good, but they are they are better than everybody. They are not Boston College, and, and they're not points, Wake Forest either. A team like Virginia, they're playing out of their minds right now. But for a team like Virginia, who you know doesn't get a ton of possessions and the margin as far as like the efficiency and the number of possessions and covering a huge spread. The margin for error covering the like double digit spreads is pretty thin for them. No, no you got so
0: it. I, you got it all wrong. Okay, the reason they're not covering these big spreads is because the walk ons have come in. Like five minutes left in the BC game, the walk ons come in and it's an 11-0 run for the Eagles. Today against Pitt, they just let up at the end of the game. I'm not hands. even.
2: I'm not even talking about the you know most recent games. I'm talking just historically, uh, you know, big covering big spreads for them. I well, would, historically,
0: they were very good at doing that the last two years.
2: I would take. You should check your stats. I would take, I would take Virginia Tech here with sixteen points.
0: Okay, you you could just say that instead of do the history argument because okay. you're wrong. <laughs> because Virginia covered like crazy two years ago; they covered almost every game they played in.
1: I mean, sixteen's a yeah, lot. Sixteen's a lot when you lost to the team earlier in the year. Also, um, that's just a lot. Or this game. <laughs> Wait, just, isn't that I'm just saying, I I really like Virginia Tech. I if it were me and I were putting money on this game, the Virginia Tech Virginia game, I would just pick Virginia Tech to win, and just see where that took me. I, I would. Why would you do that? Virginia doesn't <laughs> lose at home. Well, well I but...
0: take I I would take Virginia Tech to cover the spread though.
1: Yeah, I would. I would definitely. I, yeah, do I that. would
0: do that. Yeah. Okay, let's talk about Louisville, guys. Yeah, we um... finally arrived. Finally arrived. Patino in his press conference came out, as Taylor alluded to earlier. He was a jump of the gun. He's so excited to talk about this topic.
2: Mm. I don't know if I'm that excited, but...
0: You know, he talked about the president. He's not happy with him. He was, like, defending the AD, said he's done everything right in this process. Here's my thing. There's a lot of sympathy out there for Louisville currently. Mike, are you surprised at all that people, and Taylor, you do, are shocked... The school imposed a self ban after running strippers during recruitment. <laughs>
1: um, yeah. Allegedly. Yeah, allegedly, allegedly. Oh, is it strippers or prostitutes? I mean, escorts. The term escorts. is escorts. You guys, come on. Right. I mean, you know, you just see ladies of the night. Right, right. I mean, I, I'm actually am a little surprised. I, I don't think it's irregular for college athletes to want to show their recruits a good time, and by good time, I mean have them engaged with women. I mean, I don't think that, that, is a, that that's a tried-and-true tactic to get recruits to come to school. Um, now, I'm not sure about the details of this. Got, got
2: me to go to school.
1: <laughs> right. No scholarship. Sure. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> scholarship. <laughs> wink, wink. Um, yeah. I, I don't know the details here, so I, I am a little surprised, to be honest with you.
0: So, um, uh, go ahead.
2: I
1: am. I, I honestly,
2: I'm not really that surprised because the self-imposed ban has become. I think we're seeing it become more common as a way of kind of trying to, yeah, mitigate mitigate yeah. things that happen.
1: And
0: um, so, if they were innocent, they wouldn't have imposed a self ban.
2: That, so that's that being said, here's what I envision Louisville coming out and saying: If I were them, the, if you're going to impose a self if you're going to do a self-imposed, you know, punishment, you have to say like, "Oh well, we're not guilty of providing escorts, but there wasn't enough transparency, and it's a technicality. But we are so sorry that we messed up this technicality. It's not like it's not an escorts issue, but it's that oh, we did not handle the communications between our coaching staff and our recruiting staff correctly, and so we are imposing the ban. But we do not admit to any wrongdoing with escorts. That's what you have to do because you can't just say." oh, yeah, we pay for escorts to have sex with recruits because then your one-year ban is going to look pretty weak and, you know, you know, I imagine it would be more.
0: Right, right,
2: Or, Or you have to go the complete opposite route and just fight it tooth and nail and say, we, you know, deny, deny, deny. That's,
0: that's what North Carolina's doing.
2: Yeah, you have to do, you it's, have to kind work, of... It's working. Right, they're trying to choose one of those two things. Um, now, who knows, you know, could it all be all fabricated could be more real and it could this could go deeper on, than we ever know i don't know
0: come on come um on. It's,
1: i mean if, there's, if, there's something there if your boss is openly banging girls on the table of diners it you nice would think time. you it would be it fine
2: Let's you, not say diner, okay? it, this you an would
1: think it would be fine for you to set up an escort for a recruit i mean i i would assume that would be okay Within the threshold of my business, if that if my boss is doing that and he gets
0: away with that, why can't what I? Saying? Why but can't I do that?
2: An and the heart wants what the heart wants. Okay. Right. So right. that's a separate. That's a separate thing. And
0: it was a steakhouse. Not to hang up penny. your phone. That's horrible.
2: <laughs>
3: <laughs> you were terrible. No,
0: really. Uh,
2: yeah. I don't. know Yeah, it's it's not a good look, and certainly it seems like there is something there, even before the self-imposed ban. And the self-imposed ban even makes it seem like. Gosh, there's well, well they know Sherlock there's over wrong.
0: here. There might be yeah. something there. Good gracious, well, Taylor, are look, you serious? I'm, just,
2: I'm I'm playing this out,
1: but well, I, I mean, there's I, there's no doubt that the assistant coaches arranged for women to be available to the recruits. I mean, if I now my memory is all flooding back, but I remember there being like text chains and that kind of thing. Yeah, and in we place, have right?
0: players who have admitted, like Chris Jones, didn't he admit? Yeah. Chisel shizzle was probably the ringleader. Oh. oh my god! Yeah, I mean, if, if forward players are admitting to it, that I don't know how Taylor's saying. Well, hypothetically, if it happened, it happened. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah it, happened. it happened. I'm
2: trying to be. I'm trying to be the one person in the room not on a
0: witch hunt. You're, mm-hmm. you're not on the room, and so mean, you're on the, the phone. Thing is, so this is, shut up.
1: This is the best. This is the best argument for pe- paying college athletes i mean if yeah. these kid had their it own is. money if they had their own money to hire the escorts themselves <laughs> the coaches would never have to be involved I i'm mean, not they're... sure that's the argument they'll be making like hey <laughs> i mean that's that's my argument hey if i could take if i could take these guys out myself i would hey coach can you help me out if we need some we need some girls around why well, you can't get a girl in louisville anyway is is kind of ridiculous If you're yeah basketball yeah yeah you would think it would be relatively easy i also saw some of the i know they have a great they have a great art scene there from what i've heard right you could convince three girls to come over and pose i mean (laughs) keep louisville
2: weird is one of the um city mottos. i will say that uh i saw i haven't read the book yet uh breaking cardinal rules um they alleges this um i intend to get the ebook as soon as i can but uh they, I saw some of the prices for these escorts, and I was I was surprised a little on the low end. I thought they would at least spring for something a little more.
0: Just stop gear. right now! <laughs> well, stop so right low, now! Man, well. <laughs> we, we need to keep this at least PG thirteen rated. Okay? okay. Okay. All right. I would I would think that they would allegedly spring for something. Yeah. Um, a little more none.
1: But but the self imposed band is I mean how how much do you think the NCAA is going to give them? I mean. You have the self-imposed ban for this year, but is it gonna? It's obviously gonna go through next year as well. Would be my assumption. And then will it go through twenty eighteen? what do you guys think? I mean, I think
2: I I know Luke's gonna say, "Oh, we know exactly what happened," or oh, whatever. And it obviously something bad happened, but I think that there's gonna be more that's gonna come out. That's either gonna make it. I mean, it could make it look so much worse depending on what comes out. I think we don't know. Like half the story of what actually happened yet, right? I, 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 Stuff could come out where the penalty ends up being like, some sort of you know loss of scholarships and postseason ban for, you know the the SMU type death penalty for their football team, or could be stuff could come out that it's where it comes kind of just a slap on the wrist.
0: Do you guys? Here's here's something a little bit off topic but related. Either you think it's strange that no one got indignant about the SMU ban? I we, do. We didn't hear a pipe.
1: Yeah, I do think it's a little strange. Or a peep. Yeah.
0: But when Syracuse got himself banned, everyone started crying and writing letters to their seniors like and Rakeem Christmas and now that same thing's going to happen with Damian Lee and Trey Lewis. So, do you find that kind of interesting? I do.
1: Yeah, I think
2: it's really D- interesting. D- different like I don't know, different what do you mean
0: different? What's different?
2: I am to it. It's just different. I feel like Syracuse and will have a little more involved uh, basketball history than SMU does. Not you know.
0: So what? I mean, talent level currently is about the same. Right. Yeah. SMU is yeah, good. But right
2: now I'm just saying this. Is, this is a lot of that indignation you is from like alumni and people who remember, you know, when they. We're in school, and that, that you know that that kind of history and tradition.
1: Yeah, yeah, and I think a lot I'm not going to is, make a
2: profound point, other than Louisville and Syracuse have richer basketball
1: histories than SMU. And plus, there's a there's a lot of support for Beheim after the Bayheim witch hunt uh, with his assistant coach. Quickly after the uh, oh my god, Penn, oh, after the Penn State scandal, uh, yeah, after the Penn State scandal, so Beheim and Syracuse could do no wrong there for a short period of time, which which led to a lot of that. Support that you're talking about, I think. And I just,
2: I, I mean, I certainly, I think it's terrible. Like whatever happened, if they pay for whatever it is, it's, it's. I don't, you know, it's bad. You can can't condone it. It's terrible. But honestly, I feel sad that Louisville's not going to participate in the ACC tournament, and it has nothing to do with, you know, nothing outside any of the situation, any of the crimes they committed or whatever. Whatever it is, I would feel just sad that they to participate in a C tournament. Because I that having them play just makes it that much better. Right. I'm not one of those people who I can never seem to take glee in even you know if I'm if it's a team that I hate or something. I never seem to take glee in the fact that they're not even get to play in the game. Just the same way, like kind of makes me sad that UNC if they end up getting some sort of well, don't worry. Don't worry. Don't that's play. not going to
3: happen.
0: Don't worry. Well, I'm just
2: saying that sort of thing. That that would I would feel like that's a lost league and that's a loss of like just great basketball that we're not going to see. Well,
0: you don't have, have to take glee, but you don't don't be morose because you have yes, to protect no, some kind of I'm integrity of the game. You can't be like running prostitutes right. and and getting away with it.
2: Of course, I just but, I like acknowledge if, that feeling that I think a lot of people are feeling
1: that.
0: You can't have SMU, Syracuse, Louisville, you name the team running amok. You just right. can't let that happen.
1: Well, I guess this is my question. And is, I'm with Mike. It's
2: just all these are instances of why it would be a great idea to have some sort of, you know, payment official payment system in place for players.
1: Yeah, and my, my question is whether or not it's actually a prostitution issue or if it's an issue that the coaches paid for and helped facilitate that contact i mean that seems to be the issue from the university level i don't think there's there's any kind of great um you know kind of women's rights cause being started on sex trafficking in any way i mean this is not this is not louisville standing up for women's rights it's saying we've made a mistake by facilitating this conversation through our assistant coaches and making it part of the program i think if it were montrez harrell Setting it up, or you know Matthew Yang setting it up, or you know Luke, I forget Hancock the guy's last yeah Hancock setting it up, you know, I don't think it would be such a big issue um I think it's it's the fact that it's actually the coaches facilitating that well it would, it would
2: definitely be an issue then because prostitution is still illegal uh but it or in most places at least in in the United States mm-hmm. uh, but it would yes, it's certainly a much much bigger issue because the coaches are organizing it and doing it. And, you know, that... Coaches can't even... You can't even... You're limited about how you can, like, buy meals for recruits.
0: (laughs) And let's make it clear that nothing has been linked back to anyone other than Andre McGee.
1: Yeah, that's right. That's right. I mean, but that...
0: But there's also something called a wink that you can do. Right. Yeah. Uh, All right. right. I think think that's good enough, guys. Yeah, it's
2: just a, a... It's a bad situation all
0: around. Yeah. Well, I wish there was something we could go out on a high note from. Any ideas off the top of your head? Are we going to announce that Jay Williams is coming on the podcast next week? Yeah, we hope. Yeah, he is. For sure? I mean, I thought you were 90% sure.
1: I mean, I don't have the email yet, but I feel confident announcing it.
0: Let's just, we'll go there. We'll take a leap of faith. Okay. (laughs) Next episode, we'll have Jay Will on the podcast. Mike and I will certainly be in studio. Taylor, it depends on... Taylor's going to
1: be here, if he too. Can get It's going to be great.
0: And uh, maybe Guthrie. I don't know where Guthrie is. Yeah. I hope he's okay.
1: Yeah, I'm sure he's fine. You know, the UVA won today. He's feeling really
0: good somewhere. Yeah. Guthrie's right. in the wind right now. That's right. With yeah. that said, uh, Taylor, can you give our token in the pod plug of where you can find us?
1: Oh, this is nice. We haven't had this in a week or two.
0: Yeah,
2: sure. Uh, we encourage everyone to... Um, search for us on iTunes, please subscribe and uh, leave a review. And you can email us your questions um, or thoughts or concerns or anything. Uh, that email is accbballdjens at gmail.com. That's A-C-B-B-A-L-L-D-E-G-E-N-S at gmail.com. You can also find us at Twitter under that same name, at Um And you can also like our Facebook page. Uh, So reach out in any of those
0: ways. Yeah, and interact on Twitter. We gained a few followers this week, but we need more. We'll we'll talk with you. We'll we'll be your friends. So um, give us a follow, certainly subscribe, and we'll see you next time on the ACC Basketball Degenerates podcast brought to you as always by Three Notched Brewery. So long.